0: hey everybody welcome to the juhu roadshow podcast it is monday january 22nd and uh first time back in about a month um uh, by myself i've had guests on the on the monday show for the past month which has been a ton of fun Shantae wolf and scott Micklin, some folks that i worked with um great time sharing some memories with them and and uh yeah it, it was a it was an interesting time working working in t v and working on that the on the uh dream home drive and doing all that stuff you know all those things shape you and and you know some of those memories you you know kind of wish you could go back and change or you wish that they weren't so hard or you wish that you would have been more successful or or whatever the case may be but they all shape you into what you are and i mean that's just what's cool about the journey of life is that everything shapes you into what you are it's it's um I mean just remember it's not what you are, it's what you are becoming. That's that's one of the things I live by, is, it's not what you are, it's what you are becoming. So it was uh it was fun to catch up with them and, and share some stories with them, but uh, it was time to move on and, and it's been a very busy time. Um lots of things going on. We're you know, we're we're still relatively new with the roadshow, just a few months in. And so we've been working on trying to get some sponsors and things like that for the show um, and, uh, letting people know that they can support us on Patreon. So we're, we're doing that and, uh, just got back, um, this weekend from a very, very, yeah, just a touching, uh, a touching event on, on, uh, Saturday. Well, first, first off on Friday, we, my son and I ran down to New Mexico and, and, um, and, uh, I had a meeting about a potential new project that I'll be working on, which I'm very excited about. Um, you know, first and foremost, I'm a filmmaker. Um, I've been making movies for, oh man, 14, 14 years now. I've done five films and um, I think, you know, storytelling and, and doing that is is what's most important to me. That's what's closest to my heart. And so, you know, even though I'm doing the podcast right now, um, the thought of not Saying I'm a filmmaker is not something I'm excited about. I, I want to always be able to say that I'm a filmmaker, and um, the first five films that I did, um, you know, those were those were all my projects and and my babies, and they were you know financed by myself, and you know there was a little bit of help here and there, and which was always appreciated, but for the most part I paid for them myself, and um, except for Absent, we had some help with Absent. Uh, but anyhow, I mean, those were labors of love. I mean, the addicted to porn documentary took four years to to complete. So those were all mine, and and they were they're you know emotionally taxing, and financially taxing, and physically taxing, and spiritually taxing. But uh, but I love doing them. But um, this addicted to porn documentary took a lot out of me, and and the reaction from people took a lot out of me. It was very disappointing. Um, you know, it was probably the most uphill climb I've had in my 20 something years of telling stories. That was the most difficult story to tell. And, and sometimes was just left shaking my head. Like, you know, I don't understand why, um, people aren't digesting the information and and seeing that we're trying to improve things. So, you know, that kind of, kind of knocked the air out of me for a little while, I suppose. So I started focusing on this podcast and doing this stuff, which I've absolutely enjoyed. I really love doing it. But anyhow, on Friday down in New Mexico, I had a wonderful meeting with a, an organization that is um, thinking about hiring me to do a documentary, which is a first. And I, you know, I've not made any formal announcements yet because it's not a, it's it's not formally, um, you know, we haven't formally agreed to work together, but. Um, I'm hoping that we do, because I think it's going to be a fantastic project. I would spend a month in Kenya shooting this thing, um, and uh, I just think it could really turn out to be a wonderful story. So we did that on Friday, and uh, then I, I caught up on on Friday evening, I caught up with, um, or on Friday afternoon, I did a really cool podcast with a gentleman by the name of Ken Collins. He's got a neat concept for his podcast, it's a video podcast, but He shows up and picks up his guests, and they drive around town. They go get coffee and drive around town, Um, and he's got a bunch of GoPro cameras in the car. It's kind of like, oh, what's that Jerry Jerry, uh, Seinfeld show, the uh, comedians in cars getting coffee or something like that, but anyways, he uh, asked me what my favorite car was, and I just told him, you know, old American muscle cars, so... He, uh, he picked Lance and I up. He picked my son and I up in a 66 Mustang to do this podcast. It was a lot of fun, very fun. So we drove around town and, and did that podcast. And so we did that uh, Friday afternoon. And then Friday night, I caught up with an old uh, buddy of mine. I haven't seen him for about 13 years, 14 years, uh, named Derek Martin, uh, also known as Coach Kicker. And he and I coach football together uh, at, uh, at a high school. In, in New Mexico at Aztec High School, actually, which Aztec will come back around in this episode. But uh, we had so much fun. We we called him Coach Kicker, clearly, because he was the one that coached the kickers. And on that coaching staff, um, well, some of the guys on the coaching staff were some a bunch of jack wagons, and so he and I w- were the ones that related together. We were the ones that related to each other and felt like we had some common sense, whereas some of the others didn't. And uh, so we connected and, and stayed, you know, pretty tight throughout those football seasons. And, and so um, when football was over, we went different directions after two or three years of coaching together. And he went up to another school and I moved. And so it was cool to catch up with him and, and um, tell stories and kind of learn, you know, what each other had been doing over the past decade and a half. So that was a ton of fun. So then we get to Saturday. Now, this is, Saturday was a very, very special day. Saturday was a great day, so two thing two things happened on Saturday. Um, now we've talked we talked I think on some earlier episodes about what happened um, in Aztec. There was a there was a an incident on December the seventh of last year, just a little over a month ago, where a gentleman walked into the high school and was hiding in a bathroom, and um, a student by the name of Paco. Uh, walked in the restroom, and that gentleman shot and killed Paco, and then walked out into the hallway, and there was a young lady by the name of Casey in the hallway, and he shot and killed her, and then I think he eventually um, killed himself, and so, you know, Aztec is a small town. It's a small community, very tight, and they were devastated by that. made national news. It made international news. I mean, my, my wife, who is in South Africa, saw that story on the news, so that community was really really touched by by what happened there and and you know having lived in that area and as I said coaching at that at that school I coached at Aztec with kicker um you know I'm up in Colorado Springs now but I watched what was happening and and even even this far north it rippled up you know it rippled up to my to my area watching you know that's one of the good things of social media is you can see what's happening in other parts of the country, other parts of the world. And I was watching all these other communities and schools that surrounded Aztec being supportive and, um, and you know, Aztecs colors are orange and black. And so, you know, all the, all the other area schools and you know, how high school rivalries are, especially in sports, all of the other area schools were, you know, putting up banners saying, you know, they support Aztec and the the, uh, hashtag, you know, Aztec strong. Um, you know, they were wearing orange socks at the basketball games and, you know, it's like every other small town, they've got a big letter on the hill, you know, F for Farmington or B for Bloomfield. And, and these places were painting their, their letters orange in solidarity. It was just really cool to see. So I, you know, being up here, but you know, I'm up here in Colorado Springs, but, uh, having been from down there and I've been lucky enough to meet some cool people and do some cool things. So I thought, well, what can I do to help out? So I have, um, I had about 10 posters that, uh, from my film absent that were signed by James Hetfield of Metallica. So I have two of those left because, you know, I've, I've hung one. I've given the rest to people that are important to me and, and, um, you know, friends and family. So I had two of them left and, so I said, OK, let's see. Let's see what we can do. So I took um, one of those posters and I let people know on social media that we were going to be auctioning, auctioning it off. Jeez, we're going to be auctioning it off to try to raise some money. Um, you know, I was hoping that we would raise, uh, you know, maybe around five hundred dollars that we could create some kind of scholarship in the name of Casey and Paco. And so I put it out there and you know, we had a minimum for the for the poster, by the way. I had a minimum for the poster because I wanted I, I wanted it to get to five hundred bucks. So eventually, uh someone from Houston, uh named Deidre Robbins, who's a, a uh a dear friend and married to another dear friend, Mike Robbins, and they used to work and live in that area, but now they're in Houston, Texas. So Deidre, um bid $500 on the poster so we've now we've now met our minimum so then another friend of mine who went to Bloomfield which is where I, I went to school, Bloomfield was a rival school about 7 miles away from Aztec, um, Jared Clark uh, we wrestled together we were good friends in high school uh, we both went to Bloomfield obviously he asked me about it and I said well, you know it's kind of a silent auction but the minimum has been met, I, that's all I can tell you and so he put in a bid for $1,500 on the poster. And uh, so I went back to Deidre and I said, hey, Deidre, you know, someone's bid 1500 I uh, just wanted to let you know, let me know how you want to proceed. So she writes back and she says, well, I can't, I can't beat that. But I, I'll tell you what, just keep my $500. So now we're at $2,000 for this poster, which was super cool. Um... So I let Jared know what's happening and, and, and uh, you know, that he's he's won the the poster. And then uh, about a day later or so, I get an unsolicited message from Jared. And he said, I've been talking to my wife, Melissa, and we love what you're doing. We love what you're trying to accomplish with this. Um, so we'd like to do 1500 uh once a year for the next five years. So, I mean, <laughs> it's amazing. So now we're at... Um, now we're at 7500 just for Jared, and then, you know, with Deidre's $500. Um, so I contacted San Juan College, which is a community college down in Farmington, one of the best community colleges in the country, actually, and their tuition runs about 1000 bucks. And I said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We've got this going on, and, and we'd like to do some $1,000 scholarships for boys and girls in honor of Casey and Paco. Um, and find out that Jared and I and Deidre are, um, we have the right basically to, to create the criteria for these scholarships. So I start that conversation with Jared and then I let Deidre know, Hey, here's what's going on. Um, you know, do you have any input for the, for the scholarship? And, and, uh, she gave me her thoughts and then she said, well, if Jared's going to do that, then I'll do 500 as well for the next five years. So now we have reached $10,000 over the next five years with this, with this silly poster. Um, so I'm just, I'm just beside myself with this. And uh, then Jared, I don't know, I'd say probably a week later, Jared reaches back out to me and says, Hey, I've been talking to my mom and my stepdad. Um, his stepdad is Jim Stifler. His mom is Michael Stifler. Uh, and they want to do $1,500 a year. For the next five years as well, so now we're at seventeen thousand five hundred dollars for a poster, and and scholarships for kids, and I I have to I have to do a sidebar here, and I won't go into great detail, but there's a reason that Jared and Melissa, and um, Jim and Michael Stifler have a heart for this thing because, um, oh, I would say, geez, fifteen. 15, 20, between 15 and 20 years ago, um, Michael's son, Ryan, who's Jared's brother, was, uh, shot and killed in Las Vegas. And then a couple of years ago, Jared's son, Jared Jr., was shot and killed in, um, Albuquerque, New Mexico. So this family has been, um, severely affected by senseless violence. And so they have a huge heart for it. Um, and so I commend them for, uh, you know, for for investing in that and for, um, you know, seeing what we're doing and 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 wanting to do something to give back. And uh, you know, I had dinner with him dinner with him a couple times while I was down there and and uh, um, while we did this this announcement and and we did this announcement at a wrestling event and I'll, I'll tell you more about that in a second. But uh, you know they just shared with me that you can you can do one of two things you can be angry about what's happened or you can find a way to be positive and and give back to to honor those kids and that's what they're trying to do with with these you know these gestures so now we're at 17 17,500 for these posters and then we've got some other people that are jumping in and and basically we've hit a minimum of we're we're at least at 20,000 so and i say at least because there's potential for that to grow and i'll explain how so Saturday, there was a wrestling tournament at Aztec, where the shooting was. It's called the Aztec Tiger Duels, and part of that Aztec Tiger Duels every year is they have an award that um, they named after me. That I came that I came up with the criteria for. They said they wanted to do something to kind of honor me, which was a very kind gesture, and they asked me what kind of award I wanted to give out. And so I said, okay. Let me think about that, and here's, here's what I came up with. I want to give out an award to a, a student athlete, a wrestler, who fits a number of criteria. Um, primarily, they have to honor the sport of wrestling with the way that they wrestle. They have to honor their school with the way that they wrestle, and they have to respect and honor their opponent. Because I, I went to a, a wrestling tournament with my son. My son was wrestling, and and I saw an athlete. I saw a wrestler, maybe one of the best high school wrestlers I've ever seen, and probably the most disrespectful. Um, I mean, just out of control. His coaches had no control over him. Um, you know, just rude and frankly pathetic uh, high school kids I've ever seen. Uh, and he was so bad. See, this is why, this is why you always want to be um, the best person you can be, and and you never know who's watching or who's connected, because get a load of this. Um, I have a friend uh, by the name of Sean Windsor who is very close with all the Olympic wrestlers, and the Olympic wrestling team, and the o- Olympic wrestling committee. And um, the Olympic wrestling team had heard of this kid, and he. And uh, they uh, were talking to Sean about him, and Sean knew that he was up in my area, so he called me and asked me, hey, do you know about this kid? Have you seen him? And I said, yeah, I've seen him. I said, but I wouldn't have him on my wrestling team for 15 gold medals. And, And Sean shared that with the Olympic Wrestling Committee, and they did their due diligence and watched him, and they had the same opinion. Boom, done. So don't be an asshole is basically the gist of that story. So, anyways, um, so, so that's part of that's part of this. This um, it's called the Justin Hunt Heart of a Champion Sportsmanship Award, and it doesn't matter how many wins or losses the kid has. He has to honor his school, honor his opponent, honor the sport of wrestling, wrestle through adversity, um, wrestle hard throughout the entire match, um, and have strength of character off of the mat as well. And so I go down every year and I sit and watch. I mean, there are there are hundreds of wrestlers at this tournament, and we sit and watch and watch and watch and come up with about five finalists and um, and then give out the award, and it was cool because Jared, Jared sat with me um, all throughout that day, all throughout Saturday, helping me choose the winner for this award. So anyways, we give out the wrestling award, and it's time to make this announcement about the poster. Now this is where it gets really fascinating. Um, so Paco... Um, Francisco Fernandez was the kid's the, the the young man's name that was killed. Paco was his nickname. That's his father's name as well. His father has not spoken to the media uh, at all since this happened, from what I understand. Uh, Casey, um, Casey Jordan was the young lady that was killed, and her mom's name was Jamie. Jamie Latin, and I knew Jamie when we were in high school, and uh, and so uh, unbeknownst to me, i uh, I I wasn't sure if they were going to be there. I, I, you know, the idea was not to highlight them in any way, just wanted them to be there to see us make this announcement that, that we turned a poster into $20,000 in scholarships. So, um, I make the, you know, I I get up, you know, it was pretty, pretty good crowd. And I, I stand in the middle of the, of the mat in the middle of the gym and I start explaining how this whole thing went down with the poster and, and you know, how it just kept kind of snowballing and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And and then I make the announcement, and I introduce Jared, and I introduce Jim and Michael, and I introduce Melissa, and I let everybody know that, you know, the plan is that we're going to give out four $1,000 scholarships a year, every year, for the next five years. The president of the college was there, who ironically was a 1989 graduate of Aztec High School, Dr. Uh, Tony Hopper Pendergrass, and she was there, and... Um, the uh, college public relations people were there taking photos and stuff. But, anyways, um, I make this announcement, and you know the the place goes ballistic, standing ovation type thing. It was really really cool, and we're I thought we were done. Well, then uh, Kirk Carpenter, who is the superintendent of um, Aztec Schools, he walks he, he walks up, and I had spoken to him on the phone a couple of days before. He comes up and he says, "Hey, um, before you guys break, uh, Paco's dad is here, and see that was a big deal because he's just been avoiding everyone. Uh, Paco's dad is here, and he'd like to take a, he'd like to join you guys for a, for a photo. And uh, Jamie is here, Casey's mom is here, so now the the parents of these two kids are are at this, and they got to witness this, which was just fantastic. It was really cool." And so they come and and you know I give Jamie a hug because I haven't seen her and then I I introduce myself to um, Paco's father and uh, who's also nicknamed Paco. So introduce myself to Paco and uh, we take the photos and I again think that's it that it's over. And then as we I say okay I appreciate everybody's time and and thank you and 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 let's wrestle. And so then Kirk comes up to me again. He goes, Hey, I I think Paco would like to say something. Now this is huge because he hasn't said anything publicly since the shooting from what I understand. So I'm like, absolutely. Yeah, sure. And so, um, I, you know, I still have the mic. So I say, you know, Hey Russell hold on, hold on a second. Everyone just hold, hold on for a moment. Um, you know, Mr. Fernandez would like to say something. And this, uh, poor gentleman, I mean, he's, his heart's breaking. You you can just tell. And, and I, I feel horrible for him because, um, his son actually went to Farmington schools, uh, his whole, his whole life. Uh, and he only transferred to Aztec about three months before. So I'm sure that there's a large amount of guilt, uh, involved with that. Um, you know, knowing that had they not made that move, that wouldn't have happened. But, uh, he, he gets the microphone, and, and, you know, he's, he's fighting back tears, and, and he's just saying how much he appreciates, you know, he appreciates all the prayers, and he appreciates people reaching out to him, and, and, you know, everything that, that everyone has done for him, and, you know, that Aztec has, has accepted and supported his family more than, you know, Farmington did, and, and, uh, it was just really special and, and but I'm standing next to him while he's while he's addressing people and number one, you know, I'm sure he doesn't stand in front of crowds very often. Um and then he's a you know, he's a grown man and he's 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 breaking down in front of everyone. That's also not easy. And my heart's just going out to this guy. Um and the, you know, the more he speaks the the more the harder he's crying. And um and so he you know, he just he, he basically is just trying to get out, you know, thank you, thank you for the prayers, thank you for the support, and, and I appreciate this community, that's what he's trying to get out, so he muscles through it, he says what he wants to say, and he turns and gives me the mic back, and, and I, I mean, I couldn't help it, man, I just, I just wrapped my arms around the guy, and uh, gave him a hug, and it, he just kind of gave way, he just kind of sunk into me, you know, like, almost like a person that's reached a destination, and they just, they've got nothing left. So he just kind of sank into me and I held the guy up, you know, and uh uh he was just sobbing, you know, his body was shaking and and I I said some things into into his ear and and tried to encourage him and it was just a really special moment. It was a fantastic moment, it was a special moment. And you know, and I of course gave Jamie a hug after and 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 uh you know, gave her my best and and but the the reason behind the whole scholarship idea was, you know, these kids, these kids aren't going to be able to go on and do the things that other kids do. They're not going to be able to go on and experience college and have fun, you know, making friends at college and doing the things that college kids do. And they're not going to get, you know, the opportunity to have the excitement of that first job or getting their first apartment by themselves or you know, meeting someone and, and getting into a serious relationship or moving in with someone or, you know, getting married or having children and, you know, all the things that we all get to do in life, you know, part of that journey of life that makes life worth living, they're not going to get to do that. And, and, you know, I'm a parent of a 17-year-old son, you know, which is about Paco's age and, and, and Casey's age. I have a, I have a daughter who's going to be 15, you know, also near Casey's age and i'm just thinking you know i'm i'm putting myself in their shoes and i'm i'm imagining you know not only that being stolen from my kids but my kids being stolen from me and i just wanted to try to do something to um in a in a sense even in a spiritual sense let those kids experience that um even if it's just their, their name and their memory attached to it or their name and their memory helping someone else experience those things. That, you know, maybe, that, maybe that student that gets the scholarship will you know, will carry them along with them and honor them not only while they're in school but maybe for the rest of their lives. You know, maybe, there's, maybe there's a student who wouldn't have been able to go to college but because of Casey Jordan's memorial scholarship, Um, and by default Casey Jordan's memory, they'll get to go to school. And then maybe something will click in that year of school. And when that clicks, they become inspired and obsessed by something. Um, Or, you know, they they become so passionate about something that happens during that school year. That's what they do for the rest of their lives. And who knows, maybe they go on to change things, you know, change the world or at least the world around them. Um, that's what we were hoping to do. And, and now to be able to say that we're doing it for 20 students over the next five years. And I said that number could grow. Here's why, um, we'll be posting on social media that it's open-ended. So anybody that wants to contribute to that can contribute. Um, and so that number could, could potentially grow to who knows how large and who knows how long it will last. But I mean, a minimum of five years, maybe more, more than likely more. Um, and so that's special, and that's why it was such a proud day, and that's why, you know, it was such a good day and a good thing to be a part of, and, and it was really fun to to be a part of. Um, and so you know, if you're listening to this, um, you know, I know it's not the most jovial show, but just think about just think about what we have and how lucky we are, and you know, if you have children, um. You know, maybe hug them a little bit tighter today, Um, thinking about, you know, the fact that Paco and and Jamie aren't going to be able to do that with their children. And, you know, and and if something like this happens in your community or the community that you grew up in, you know, find a way to do something to give back. I I mean, I took a poster that probably cost me three dollars to print and and, you know, signed by somebody important. And I signed it as well. And we parlayed that into the into positive futures for at least 20 kids over the next 5 years that's that's pretty astounding um and so you know it was a good weekend it was a really good weekend and and it was also cool because my son was there to see that and he was there to be a part of that and and you know maybe we maybe made him proud of the old man i don't know but uh it was it was fun and it was great to to spend that time with Jared and his family and i think it you know it it felt good for them too, and so, you know, I I hope that it was a win a win win situation all the way around, and uh, and I'm 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 truly honored and humbled to be part of that, and um and to to been to have been able to give back and and you know n- not make it about me at all. That was the best part. Is you know it's got nothing to do with me or Jared. we our names have nothing to do with the scholarships. Um, you know they're they're. They're named in honor of the two kids. Um, we're we're going to be giving um, two scholarships to a boy and a girl from Aztec High School specifically in the name of Casey and Paco, and then we're going to be giving two scholarships to a boy and a girl from San Juan County, and those are the Aztec Strong scholarships. And so it's just a it's just a cool thing all the way around. So, anyways, that's what we did this weekend, and uh, I'm very proud. Very proud. To have been a part of that so um and if you'd like to see some photos from from that um we've uh we've got them up on social media and believe it or not we're out of time so this is my plug for those but uh you can come follow me on instagram at the Justin Hunt. you can follow the podcast at the juhu roadshow that's juhu um, we sure could use some support so we can continue the podcast if you'd like to support the podcast go to patreon.com forward slash juhu juhu that's uh, p a t r e o n dot com forward slash j u h u. You can contribute there, and we got some some swag for you if you want to do that. Um, but uh, that's going to do it for this Monday edition of the Juhu Roadshow podcast. We've got a great show coming up on Friday, and that is Sports with Stewie, the second installment. We're going to be talking about uh, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, what's going on in the world of sports this week. Um, with my good buddy cole stewart those are always fun because mostly i just try to um irritate him while he talks seriously about sports and you always get a good laugh out of that but uh anyhow yeah so um everyone enjoy the show enjoy the week enjoy your monday and uh, thank you for listening and uh yeah come support the show patreon.com forward slash juhu um and we will uh, talk to you on friday until then have an awesome day